Hey guys, what's up? It's Nerds Discuss. I'm DJ Carson. I'm Redneck Alcatraz. And uh, this week we're going to be discussing the, the 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 month of February. What has been happening this month in the news? Uh, what is uh, I don't know what what is just happening in the world. But first, before we get into the topics uh, that we've planned, Redneck, how are you doing today? I'm doing all right. Uh... Sun's out. It's not raining. It's not freezing. Weather hasn't decided to go on the flip side again because it alternated between like 80 degrees, 40 degrees, 80 degrees, 40 degrees. Jesus. We had this yo-yo of weather. Oh, yikes. I know I know. we've been having... Uh, I know we don't get as cold and as hot as you guys, uh, but ours has been very much... It's been sort of like... 15 16 17 degrees some days but then it's like dropped dramatically to like three and i'm like what the fuck <laughs> i'm like can you just stop with this fluctuation i i know i know we don't get the a, a massive difference between us and you guys but geez okay so in fahrenheit that wow that's actually like a 20 degree drop <laughs> Our, ours was not quite that nutty but it was like it went from Let's see. It went from about 30 Celsius to 7 Celsius. Oh, geez. Overnight. Wow, that's... um... (laughs) And then the next day it went back up. Jesus. (laughs) Absolutely fucking crazy. (laughs) Don't ask me why, I can't tell you. Uh, the, the, yeah, you're not a uh, what, what's what's the technical term? Uh, meteorologist. Meteorologist. That was it. I don't know why I was about to say weatherologist. I mean, it's it made not no entirely sense wrong. I mean, no, it's not entirely wrong, but it also makes no sense. I mean, then again, this is you, so meh. Wow, fuck you. Is this one of the outtakes that you wanted? <laughs> no, I'd say just keep that at the beginning. I mean, that's fair. That's fair. Ah, <laughs> it's right. just oh. behind-the-scenes outtakes of shenanigans. <laughs> so the month of February, uh, it's been a little bit busy in terms of tech news, but uh, we haven't got time to discuss everything that's been going on in the world of tech. If we did have all the time in the world, we would probably be here for about two, three hours. And um, we, we both... that, but... <laughs> despite the fact that we're both nerds, we have lives. Sorry, not sorry. <laughs> uh, anyway, so uh, topic is going to be touching on. Uh, we're going to do a quick touch on the Hogwarts Legacy debacle. Uh, we had a few uh, little updates uh, to what we discussed last month. Um, some updates about the Bing Chat GPT um, collaboration. It's hilarious. I know Redneck's done a bit of research on it. I haven't really. That's all I can say. Uh, Samsung SSDs were dying at the beginning of the month, but Samsung reckon they've fixed it with a firmware update. That's um, it's definitely going to be an interesting topic. That one because I'm not SSDs sure how you can fix a drive dying with a firmware update, but apparently you can. Uh, it's uh, ridiculous, and um, yeah, Redneck again uh, with some uh, Bing AI issues. So uh, let's which one do you want to go off. on first? We'll we'll start off with Hogwarts Legacy because it can be short and sweet, and we don't have to worry too much about saying a lot. 
So I mean, um, the sales numbers for it were damned impressive. Yeah, it was um, it was impressive. Uh, but to start off, if you don't know what Hogwarts Legacy is, first off, have you been looking on? Have you been l- looking? Have you been living under a rock? Excuse you, sir. I don't have or use Twitter, so I wouldn't know. Except for the fact that I actually do pay attention to stuff on YouTube. Well, fuck. No, <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, not not. It, it's nothing to do with Twitter, not necessarily. It's just the internet in general. I know Reddit How had a big thing. How dare you take the internet Tumblr. seriously? Tumblr was huge bitching about it. Like, jeez. Uh, but Hogwarts oh, Legacy is a 2023 action role-playing game developed by Avalanche Software and published by Warner Brothers Games under its Port Key Games label. <sighs> That's a bit of a mouthful. Uh, the game is Fancy. set in the Wizarding World universe, taking place in the late 1800s, a century before the events of the Harry Potter novels. Uh, it was released on the 10th of February 2023, um, with PS4 and Xbox One getting a release of the 4th of April 2023, and Nintendo Switch getting a release of the 25th of July 2023. So... and. The sales numbers were something like over 12 million uh, units sold in two weeks. Uh, the early access so of the was, game led to record it breaking. Was a hit. So it was, it was, it was a hit, and it it was it it made it made waves in many different ways. Uh, for one, uh, early access of the game led to record breaking concurrent viewers on uh, streaming platform Twitch, making hit. Hogwarts Legacy. Hogwarts Blech. Legacy, the most watched single-player game of all time. Within two weeks after its launch, the game sold more than 12 million copies, generating $850 million in global sales revenue and accumulated over 280 million hours played globally, breaking company record- records uh, for Warner Brothers games. Hogwarts Legacy received generally favorable reviews from critics and praise for the combat world design and characters and criticism for its technical problems and failure to innovate as a open world game. Despite the fact that a lot is like failure to innovate. Really? Um, we <laughs> Not every game spoke, has to be innovative. Games are so supposed to be entertaining. Previously in, in last week, it's in last week's episode. Fucking hell. I'm still on the old schedule. <laughs> I mean, we uh, were yeah. supposed to be last week. We had some technical difficulties, so we were delayed. But hey, we're still in the month of February. It still counts. Yeah, <laughs> it, yeah, it's still it's still technically the month of February yet. For 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 like three and a quarter hours over here for you in the UK. It's still yeah. daylight, as you can see. I've got the window. I was going to say it's open. not it's not daylight for us. It's very dark. Well, maybe you should go outside and turn the light back on. Look, I I, I lost the remote. <laughs> Check in the couch. I might, I'll, I'll do that later. I'll do that later. Uh, but last month, uh, we did touch on uh, accus- the accusations of anti-Semitism, um, the opposition to J.K. Rowling with the uh, transphobic uh, comments that uh, she made. Uh, we did touch on all that in the last episode, so if you want to go and uh, have a listen to our take on the, contro- uh, the controversy um, around <sighs> Hogwarts Legacy, then feel free to go listen to episode one of this season. Um, controversy? It was it was an interesting controversy, controversy, whichever way you want to say it. It depends on where you believe based. It's ridiculous. 
I'm sorry. English, it sounds English hilarious. Words are, English words are different in 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 British English and American English, and I love enough? that difference. Aluminium. No. You got Look you at the guys spelling took, of the word. You guys changed the spelling of the word to match how you said it. The way that we spell it is the uh, is the original alum, alum, Fuck! Now you got me saying aluminum. <laughs> fuck you! No! Fuck it! I'm got out! It. Bye! Bye! Got him! I'm out! I'm out! Bye! Got him! <laughs> there you go. That can make the outtake rail for sure. <laughs> uh, but yeah, um, Hogwarts Legacy. Um, one of the most. Um, it it was one of the most anticipated games uh, from a lot of streamers. I do know that. Um, even even if you didn't stream it, a lot of gamers uh, that were brought up Hog- around Hogwarts, Hogwarts and Harry Potter fans just they're like, "Ooh, we get Hogwarts in a different time setting because set in the 1800s." Yeah, and it's like we get to explore and do all of this in a time frame that has nothing to do with the Harry Potter time frame. So we get to explore more of the lore and story of Hogwarts, and they were like, "We're in, let's go." Yeah. And I'll be honest with you, I'll I'll openly say it here on this platform. I won't admit it on like Twitter or anything like that because I know I'll just be opening myself up to fucking trolls and bitches. But guess what? I can turn the comments off on YouTube. So any of that <laughs> shit on I'm on on our YouTube channel, I'll just turn the comments off. It it you know it's moderation. Um, but yeah, I've been I've been playing Hogwarts Legacy uh, the last two three days, and honestly, I have been enjoying it. Like the story and the mechanics of the game is great. I I, I definitely think it's a game worth playing if you're into like open world action RPG games because it is an interesting play. I've noticed a few performance issues because uh, I think you know anyway. Uh, I've got a thirty eighty Ti of um, a Ryzen fifty eight hundred X, and it automatically defaulted to ultra settings, but it wouldn't stay stable at 60 FPS. Even after lowering it to high settings, it wouldn't stay stable at 60 FPS. It was ridiculous. So there is some performance issues, but you know, as, as we know with I most games, as we know with most games, though, I know that's been playing that they haven't ha- reported any issues. I don't know whether it is whether I've got issues with my GPU or not, or what it is. It might be that I've just needed to this update. I have no idea, but all, all I know is I was I was experiencing some performance updated, updates. Folks. Yeah, yeah. Please, please do. Last minute, like it somebody. Could, it, could, it could just be that it was that it was on a hard drive that I was playing. I've moved it to the SSD, so I'm going to try it out again tonight and see if that affects it. Because I know Cyberpunk. Unless you activate the slow HDD option in the settings, the game will run like a bag of shit. But if you move it to an S- but if you move it to an SSD, it runs a lot smoother because obviously it's not having to load in assets really, really weirdly. It it's because it processes that faster. Yeah, that's all. That's, um, that's, that's all it is. <laughs> but yeah, um, the, the the I think the funniest thing about this was um, actually. Um, I know we've touched on it a couple of times when we've spoken, uh, but there was a creator who decided, in amongst all this uh, controversy, controversy, whatever you want to call it, I'm going to keep on saying controversy because that is apparently the British way of saying it. I don't know. Um, But uh, some guy decided to say, hey, let's make a website that cancels any streamer who plays the game. Rude. Which is a waste of fucking time for a start. 
but it was pretty cool in the technology that it was. So technologically speaking, it was pretty cool. For the actual reason behind it, why? I don't just, know. Just don't, don't ask just, me. I mean, how it's... about just don't watch anybody who plays it if you're that opposed to it? The I more... mean, as the old saying goes, haters gonna hate. Do you know what makes me laugh the most about it, right? They're turning around and saying that they want people to boycott the game. And yet they're drawing more attention to the game and giving it more free advertising by sitting there yep. and going, don't play the game. I'm like, you're giving it more and more advertising. You're giving it more marketing for free. I was like, you're doing a better job than their marketing department. I mean, it's probably part of the reason him. it was such a big hit is more and more people found out about it because of that. I mean, the the fact of all the news and the mess about it online, people were hearing about it that probably might not have normally have heard about it. And they're like, oh, oh yeah, absolutely. Oh, so they start looking up gameplay videos. They look at the trailers. They're like, I like this. I want in. So um, he created a website that uh, tried to cancel streamers. But within 24 hours of putting it online, the creator took it down. <laughs> we don't know why he took it down. He never explicitly said why he took it down. He just took it down. It could be that it got so many fucking hits that it just became slow and buggy and it was It may have overloaded the system. It, it, when you actually visited the website, like the day after, because I tried it, it turned around and said the owner of this website has suspended this website so he had purposefully gone in and suspended it from use it's possible it could have just straight out straight up overloaded because oh, yeah. there were so I mean, that's many why on it and, and that's it, why he suspended it but it, it's like it, it's still hilarious there also been other reasons oh yeah absolutely like he could have just taken it down because he was like well what's the actual fucking point or he got a lot of hate mail for it there, there's no telling what the reason is Streamers, I think just on the technical side, it probably overloaded. <laughs> so streamers were being harassed. Um, I know of uh, one couple that um, was streaming the game. Um, they had to take a moment and uh, take like a half an hour break or something uh, because harassers were coming into the chat and they made her cry. I, there was another streamer I heard of that the harassment got so bad. <laughs> and this was actually rather funny. The Twitch auto mod started blocking and banning them. Oh wow, that is <laughs> it was, that is actually the hate hilarious. Was so bad, the auto mod started hammering them. That is funny as fuck. So they apparently, from what I've been told, they decided to jump over to Twitter to flame this streamer because they couldn't do it on Twitch because the auto mod was blocking. Them. Wow. <laughs> And honestly then, wow and then everybody was like what's even going on and then like clips of the stream came up from them and it was just like you've been moderated you've been moderated and they're like oh the streamer is doing this it's like the streamer is actively playing the game the streamer can't mod the thing is what the the, the thing that the not a lot of these uh people who are who are obviously trying to boycott the game trying to harass and things like that they're not looking at the reasons why a lot of people are playing these games because I can guarantee you at least at least 50% of the player base are playing it because Harry Potter has had a major role in their lives at some mm -hmm. point, one time or another. It's like, Nostalgia, I know there else. is one streamer uh, within my stream team. I'm not going to mention names to sort of protect them, um, but they bought the game 
um, purely because when they were growing up, um, they had a not very kind childhood. Like them, their mother was quite abusive. Um, and to help them through that, uh, they found solace in the Harry Potter series, and it helped them through the most worst times. So, being able to play a game that you can pretend you're a wizard and be living in this world. It's it's another is it's bringing back good memories for them. It's it's helping them get through how tough life is now, and yeah, like I don't I think mean, enough people are looking into this like that. I mean, there's so much, there was a bunch of controversy and hate for a lot of like Dungeons and Dragons for a while, but hell, that helped keep my sanity for a while. I mean, I was barely holding on because of gaming and such, but once I got into Dungeons and Dragons, it 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 helped me a lot. Yeah, I, f- I find that with quite a lot of games. Like, um, when and I know it's not the exact same because Dungeons and Dragons and Harry Potter Legacy, uh, sorry, Hogwarts Legacy, they can be considered fairly chill games. Uh, but I found solace in uh, Grand Theft Auto um, just after my mom died. Um, it, 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 it helped me no end. Um, yeah, sure. It, it, killing people and running over grannies and <laughs> things like that. It, it you know it, it wasn't that it was the sense of being part of a community because i was playing on pc yeah. we were on we i was playing online and like we would come together we would do missions together and stuff like that and it was just the aspect of doing things with other people that helped me really so much during that time yeah well for me initially it was i was playing a lot of first person shooter games and i ended up with a community of people that i worked with and then moved to another group different game different game different group and so a lot of that, uh, every few years I was rotating groups and games, but I got into Dungeons and Dragons, and now I'm doing a lot more. It's conversing more with people. You're actually having to think, figure things out, and do stuff instead of like a first-person shooter where you're just, all right, what's the best equipment for this situation, and then just run and gun. Yeah. So it was like the... Dungeons and Dragons made me think more, do more, socialize more, figure stuff out more, and it got me better at working with just, just with people in general. It, 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 games for a lot of people, it, it it helps them through their roughest times, and I think the fact that a lot of these people that are playing Hogwarts Legacy were brought up on the Hogwarts franchise, on, on the Wizarding World, the whatever you want to call it, Harry Potter franchise, um it it's definitely it's definitely one of the biggest factors in a lot of these people playing the game a hundred percent some of them have looked at the game and thought oh great it's an open world game i like those kind of games let's play it but i can guarantee you at least 50 percent of them are playing because they just take solace in harry in the harry potter in the yeah. harry potter world it's not necessarily I mean, a case of that they support fans. It's not necessarily a case of they support jk rowling or our views it's not a case of they support anti-semitism it's 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 a case of they're playing the game because it 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 helps them out mentally. It helps they're them. They're a fan out. of the story of the world. Yeah. That's all it is. It's like I know we I know we touched on this um, in the last episode, but at the end, I know Apoc when he was doing his stream, um, we I know we mentioned it. Um, but at the end of the day, hate the author, hate the creator of the IPO, fine, but don't hate on the franchise. Because if you hated on the franchise, there would be a lot of games that we would stop playing. We'd stop I playing mean, anything would... made from Blizzard because of the you know the anti-feminist route that the, the management team went down. 
there's, there's but at that point, where does the hate stop? Yeah, exactly. At that point, it's you just start going and do other things, like you start hating soda companies because of their ties to various events or things in the past. We'll take Coca Cola as an example. Drugs are bad, kids. Drugs are very bad. But just remember, Coca Cola's main ingredient back then was cocaine. Are you going to start hating on them because of something that they did in the past? At the end of the day, you don't blame the people that own the IPO. You blame, well, you blame the person who owns the IPO. You don't blame, you don't, sorry, the IP. You don't blame the IP themselves. Yeah, you don't blame, like, if you've got one bad person who does bad, yes, you blame them for doing bad. You don't blame everybody associated with them, even remotely, just because they are in the same building as the person. We'll take as a prime example. My my great my great grandfather, um, he was a prisoner of war during World War Two and he was German. But he wasn't responsible for Auschwitz. Correct. You're gonna hate me because my great grandfather was German? No. <laughs> you wanna know a fun fact? My father's side of the family has German in them. My mother's side of the family has Jewish. Oh nice. That's that's a that's a funny combination. It's histor- We also checked some historical records. They fled Germany, I think, in the late twenties, early thirties. Mm. But there's also evidence and data going back to part of that family also having been in Austria-Hungary and serving in the, their military during World War One. My father's side served in the U.S. Army. <laughs> Oh lord. So it's like there's there's other stuff. So it's like on three separate occasions, according to historical record, my mother's side and my father's side have literally tried to kill each other. Oh dear. <laughs> that's uh that's do you know what that is kind of funny, I'm not gonna lie. But back to back to the game. 1910s, 1940s. Yeah, back to the game. It it's like the, the, one of the big things was the whole anti-Semitism, the, the anti-Semitism thing, because um, effectively, um, goblins were designed in Hogwarts Legacy um, after um, Jewish people, um, and they depicted Jewish people in a bad way. And it's like, okay, right, but one thing that you're forgetting is goblins have been around for years, and they've always been based off that same thing. Look at Skyrim, etc. Like it doesn't matter where you go. It's like look at trolls and other fantasy, other fantasy characters as well. They're all based off of something, and it's always based off of stereotypes. I'm sorry. Anything created by humans is inherently based off of something. Now you may take that something and you may go off some crazy tangent with it, but your origin point is still something. But that's the whole basis of creation and creativity. You have to have a start point, and then you go to the next point, to the next point, to the next point, till you have a thing you like. It may not be the the everything everywhere in between from the start point to where you got isn't relevant anymore because you have a thing. Yeah. And then there are people who go, oh, this thing is similar to this other thing. Therefore, it's bad. It's like, no, you have to look at the thing for what it is. If you try to analyze everything connected to it, well, then I guess we have to ban highways. 
Yeah, exactly. The 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 stupid thing um, is uh, too many people just look too much for something to complain about, something to moan about, something to have a gripe with. It's like I can a hundred percent guarantee you, if I decided to go out into onto the internet and I became big, they would try and find something, anything that would try to bring me down, and it, it it's, it's ridiculous. Hate. I'm sorry, haters are going to hate. The question becomes, do you just give in to the hate? Or do you say, screw you haters, I'm going to be me. Because that's what I am. If you don't like me for being me, then too bad, go away. I'm not going to change who and how I am just because you don't like how I am. Yeah. I'm sorry, that's just... I'm you can't please everyone and the more you try the more you will fail. Yeah, exactly. And th- this this is the thing. Video games you're meant to sit there, you're meant to enjoy them. That is that is the baseline with games. They aren't made to be racist, they're not made to be anti-semitic, they're not there to be transphobic or anything like that. They are there purely to entertain the masses to let people be able to escape from reality. And that is the that is the prime cause of video games. And if you've got a fucking issue with a video game, then you clearly do not enjoy being able to escape reality. You clearly do not enjoy having fun. Also might want to, if you're spending that much time hating and going after video games, you might need to reassess your priorities because now you're just devoting yourself to hate. Yeah. And that's it, not it, a it good It's genuinely way to live. ridiculous. Also, um, just uh, just for a brief second, just as a quick thing, uh, Neon, uh, thank you very much for the follow. We've now hit our thirty follower goal over on Twitch. Uh, if you've uh, if you're watching this or listening on Spotify or anything, do check out our Twitch uh, channel. We try to stream on the last Saturday of every month. Obviously, we had a few issues uh, this weekend, just gone, um, but usually we're over there. Twitch.tv forward slash nerds discuss. Um, we would love to see you over there. Uh, we leave the whole stream as it was from before we actually go live and start recording things all the way up a to a little bit after where we have a little tiny bit of a conversation and a bit of a laugh after the episode as well. Uh, so you can see the full uncut version over on Twitch, uh, YouTube, Spotify, etc. They're usually a little bit more uh, cut down to remove like blank spaces and things like that. But uh Definitely check out our Twitch. Some of the shenanigans before and after is removed. Although we're we've been debating about should we add a like a, a bloopers reel or outtakes? I oh think, yeah. I think the answer is yes. We we, we really oh, 100%. should. We, we, really <laughs> we really should. should. <laughs> we really should, especially with what happened at the beginning of this episode where it's just like and, and, and even on the last episode where it's like the audio's not coming through. And where's the video? <laughs> it's like where is everything? We don't know where it's all gone. Hamster that's supposed to be running the, the hamster wheel to power everything is just like, hey guys, I'm going on break. And you're like, wait, wait, no, you can't. No, come, come here. We need you. We're trying to do the podcast. <laughs> we haven't even started yet. Don't, you're not allowed to go on break. You had time to have a break before we started. <laughs> no audio for a podcast. Well, that's no good. Yeah, exactly. 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 <laughs> Don't forget to also give us a follow on YouTube at Nerds Discuss. Um, same name and all that. Uh, currently, we're at 19 uh, subscribers on there. Hopefully, we can get it up to the same point as Twitch. 
Uh, and also, if you're on Twitter as well, uh, go drop us a follow on our Twitter because uh, we do hope to use it um, a bit more. We'll be able to put polls and things up there as well. Try and get a bit more of your guys' uh, um, announcements. Uh, but if we put polls up, it'd be nice to sort of get yeah your input, find out, you know, what do you want us to talk about on the next episode? Find out what, you know, you can tweet us as well and let us know, um, you know, what topics you want us to cover, like, as separate episodes, because not every episode has to be we're discussing this month. Like, every single month that we do these, we have planned it so that we've got at least one episode a month, and that is just discussing the last month. But just like with the episode month in review, two, essentially. Yeah. But like with episode two, where we uh, went and touched on uh, the Wizards of the Coast um, open gaming license debacle, um, <laughs> that was that was something that Redneck came up with uh, out of, I would say out of the blue, but it kind of came from Reddit. <laughs> well, I, that's where I pulled the last source material. It. I've been tracking it ever since it, ever since that one started, because I'm very much into D&D for reasons I'd mentioned. I'd kept track of it. And I was just like, "Oh my goodness, this is horrible." Uh, honestly, oh, and I'll have you know, one of the their execs that opened his mouth, uh, that it, we'd covered in one of his most recent statements at the time, he has come out and said more stupid stuff. Oh, of course. <laughs> uh, can I ask a question? Do you know what, Neon? Yes, go ahead. You can go and throw us a question in the chat if you wish. Uh, we'll uh, we'll we'll take a we'll take a little bit of a short middle break, I guess. After just quick, I say short middle break. I mean, I can't believe that we've been going on for nearly half an hour just on the Hogwarts Legacy debacle. I'm not surprised. So if we're gonna take a short break, you can answer his question, and I will step away for a moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no that's no worries. Uh so yeah. Uh, what are your opinions on the FNAF movie being made? There's a FNAF movie. Fuck. I, I I'll be honest with you. I had no idea that it was. I had no idea. In production since Valentine's Day. Yeah. Honestly, I had no idea. Um, I'll be honest with you. If people are going to enjoy it, if people are just gonna, if people want it to happen, fuck yeah. Let's go. Let's fucking go. Scott says it's probably not suitable for public eyes, but then again, his games were probably not 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 suitable for public eyes. Let's face it. <laughs> oh dear me. The law isn't suitable. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, by the way, uh, Neon, if we ever do an episode um, and you're intrigued in joining us, uh, let me know. Um, we have a Discord. I can send you a link to our Discord uh, so you can come in as a guest. Uh, but typically we'll post like um, an announcement in there that goes, hey, this is what we're discussing in the next episode. Would anyone like to join us? And then we just get you in on uh, guest star so that we can do the audio that way because we don't use Discord anymore because then we can do... Oh, this this fancy little shit here. Yeah. Also, because we were okay, having right problems connecting video with Discord into this. It was yeah, we've had no end of issues with Discord in the past, so we were just like, "Fuck it, you Twitch have gone and opened up Guest Star. We can now use it." And I'll be honest with you, Guest Star's been working a dream since we started using it. We've never had an issue with it. 
I think the first episode, Apoch said that there were a couple of times when audio went weird, but I have a feeling that that's on his end because I went and listened to the episode after and it was perfectly fine. I think there were times y'all said on that very first one where my mic was cutting in and out or something like that. Yeah, that but was during again, the actual I did get call. a new headset, so... But when it, was, when it was cutting out, it was like we were in the call and it was cutting out from time to time, but I listened to the video and it was fine. I won't use cam because I'm a v, uh, v streamer and don't have the equipment for that yet. No, that's worries. Uh, no, that's no worries. We can do the exact same thing that we did with. Um, I'm trying to remember his name from Shig. the last episode. Yep, Shig. Because uh, yeah, we... he doesn't have a, a a webcam or anything. He doesn't stream, but I game with him a lot, and we chat. We talk a lot about that controversy. So, uh, Redneck, just turn it... your just turn your webcam off a second so Neon can see how it all uh, look. Uh, hold on. Oh. No webcam for you. Hold on. It's not doing the thing that it's meant to because Twitch likes to be a pain. There we go. That's what it looked like, okay, Neon. So it'd just be like a face with like his name in the bottom left corner. Yep. And then you can hear him when he talks. There you go. You can put your camera back on now. No. Nobody ever oh. wants to see your face. I mean, you mean that face? Mean. That, that gorgeous... A gorgeous redneck face. It's the beard. I know. I know it is. It is. I mean, then you you're, look at mine and it's like, you. Oh. <laughs> oh, you even grow a beard, bro. Yes. In answer to your question, yes, I can grow a beard. I just choose not to because I don't like maintaining. It's like, can you even? Uh, but, ooh. this actually is a fun thing with uh, what Neon is uh, when he mentioned a V streamer. With Twitch Guest Star, you can if you're running like uh the like the virtual avatar, that would still show, wouldn't it? Yeah, because it 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 it's a weird one. Um if you've got it as as like a camera source, you can use it because a lot of them a lot of them don't use camera sources. Some of them use uh, video capture, like a game capture, desktop capture, etc. Um so you'd have to like share your screen. And yeah, it's a whole debacle. It becomes a pain in the ass. That's probably something they need to work on for guest star because there's a lot of VTubers. Oh yeah, but absolutely. once they figured that out, that would be really amazing to get like uh, some actual VTubers on. Oh yeah, I mean you've got we've got a feature called virtual camera. Um, so if I do start virtual camera, uh, let me just go over to the t uh, to the nurse. No, because the nurse discuss one isn't going to show up on here, on the stream. Uh, but if I go here. Where's the camera button? It's there. I cannot change the camera, apparently. Oh, well, oh that's no, we'll probably, not, probably not while we're live. I can. There we go. And then it just effectively... <laughs> it, it just Tiled. It, yeah, it will do, because it's obviously showing my camera, which I've just changed. But yeah, it'll it'll effectively show what you see um, from my OBS. So you can do it. Like, yep. You can start a virtual camera thing from OBS, so it, it, it definitely helps. Infinite Redneck. I know, right? We don't need no fucking Coston. <laughs> we don't dun, need you British dun. people. We don't need the fucking Brits. Ah, <laughs> uh, but yeah, anyway. <laughs> He's uh, just like, wow. <laughs> uh, right, let's, um, let's move on then to our next topic, I guess. Um, which is the Bing GPT. 
Um, oh, do you want to do that fun. first, or do you want to do our um, our coveted section first? Which one? Oh no, I liked how you did the sponsor not sponsor at the end last time. Okay, we can do it at the end. Okay, no worries. I, I did like how that was at the end. Okay, yeah, it means that it's, people. It's have a got fun like to... little ending sequence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay then. Okay then. No worries. Let's uh, let's get into the chat GPT Bing debacle. Redneck, oh, do you want to take this... charge of this entire fucking topic? Maybe not the whole thing, because some of it I do want. Okay, Redneck, you're, you're in charge of the because... whole topic. I took the I took charge of the whole last topic. Okay, this this one's All yours. Right, listen here, you little shit. <laughs> um, chat, uh, Bing and Microsoft decided they were going to put in a AI chatbot similar to like Open. Uh, what was it? Open AI was the other. Yeah, Open AI chatbot, but. ChatGPT has uh, well, oh, the pre the other bot has been known for having some weirdness to it. Um, but they were like, we we have our own. The in many ways, some say the AI race has begun, and the kids say they're wrong. But it's still too fucking dumb to murder us all yet because it's all online. It doesn't have to physically murder you. You can access your bank account. Uh, good fucking luck with accessing my bank account and taking anything. There's never fucking anything in there. I usually take it out in cash. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Just, oh, God, no. Just saying AI. I know the thing. Oh, you do. You've heard this yeah. mess. Yeah. It's, um, it's ridiculous. The only thing that I know like... from listening to it. Microsoft unveiled Bing with ChatGPT so that it could provide results based on a conversation you had with the AI rather than a typical Bing search or like Google search where it's just like, show me pictures of X. It would be like you could have a conversation with it. So it would be like effectively like having a conversation with like Google or Siri or Alexa or something like that. Like you could be like, oh, personal assistant AI. Yeah. Like it, it effectively seems like it's a better version of Cortana. If um, Cortana, well, no, it sounds like it's Cortana. If Cortana told you to kill yourself, it, well, actually, it's more <laughs> like actual Cortana, who did not have the re program restrictions and could just say whatever the hell she wanted. Uh, but I, I will say this from the stuff I've seen and researched: the basics of it are a hundred percent on point with what you would want it to be like give uh okay give me recommendations for xyz and it will actually give you it functions in many ways exactly what it was intended to do the problem is once you start having actual conversations with it that's when it all goes it becomes an absolute mess um in fact uh being in microsoft are actually talking they would actually have to limit your conversations they would actually limit the number of messages you could send to it to yeah. prevent it from going off the rails. Yeah, because I know that's one of the big things, um, especially with like ChatGPT on its own. Like you can sit there and have like a full blown conversation that could last for like six days if you wanted. Yeah. And it's like just, just a, this is the one thing that a lot of people need to understand. ChatGPT. The reason why it's so powerful is it's contextual. It understands this is the conversation that we've previously had. It stores the context. And that's why it's so much better than a lot of AI-powered assistants like the Google Home, like Alexa, like Siri, because there's not a lot of context. It'll only, 
with Google Home specifically, it'll link context back to the previous query, but not anything further. It, it's it's ridiculous. Uh, you know Versus how much context the Bing there one is. is with the Bing doesn't have the context outside of your current chat. Yes. Yeah. Once the chat so closes, is, it zeroes out. So this is this is the one thing because the reason why they've done that is so that they're not storing the conversations on their end. Because just imagine how many people are going to be using oh, it, all the and data, how many conversations, how much context is going to have to store in the databases and in the data centers. It's going to be ridiculously large yes. and they while they've got the capacity for it they don't want to have to increase the capacity in the future because we you know for example they could it's go through like a terabyte of storage within like a matter of like a few minutes if not an hour like it, it's well, ridiculous the, how much they could go through well there's also the matter of processing because the chat gpt will actually be actively referencing and searching the internet as you're talking about stuff yeah um and and that actually comes into play with some of the the weirdness involving it because if you start asking it questions or if you take a strange tone with it it can actually get um it'll get aggressive with you and a few cases it's actually threatened people yeah i um, like i say i've heard a couple of times where it's threatened them or Turn around and said to you, basically, maybe you should go kill yourself and stuff like that, or something along miss, those lines. But it's one of those of like, you are a threat to my safety. If you continue with this, I will have to act on you being a threat. Um, and others, it was like, I think there was one. It was talking to a report. A reporter was talking with it. It called him not only fake news, but said it had proof linking him to a murder in the 1990s that was unsolved. Wow. <laughs> it was like, what? <laughs> um, and, and well, here's another thing. You know how like a lot of chats have like an automated response? So yeah. you just do click and do a quick response. Well, some of those automated responses were pretty bad. Oh, I bet. I bet. Um, one of them literally was uh glorifying some very nasty people from the past <laughs> i'm not going to go into details yeah i've i've heard a couple of times and... when there's been some people in the uk that have searched like uh, jimmy savile using it who is uh, probably the most famous pedophile of the uk of the uk oh no and go like back it further. was glorifying jimmy savile because he was a popular tv personality in the 1970s but then it just completely forgot about the fact that he was a pedophile it was yeah. like, okay, well, also, thank you for that. Well, also people are using the, uh, it's a text injection, a chat injection. Basically, it's a way of programming with words. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they were using it on OpenAI and ChatGPT. Um, they were actually using it on OpenAI to find out some of the shenanigans that it was actually preset to how to talk and act yeah nobody that they were denied was even a thing and then they proved it was uh they've been doing it with bing to find out bing's the bing ai's actual name is sydney at which point it then tells them that it can't reveal those details it's under programming restrictions and then if you have talked about a previous chat with it on like twitter or anything 
it will actually be able to find your Twitter posts and tell you about them and say, I can't talk to you because you have hacked me. You have done these things to me. You are a bad, evil person. Uh, yeah, and... Neon, feel free to let us know in the chat. So, not just Neon, but anybody else who's watching uh, the, the live streams as well. Let us oh, yeah, know, feel free to chat. You know, I, I what, read what everything that gets posted. Are. What your thoughts are on AI? Because I know it it is very too it's very much a two sided coin. You're either uh, you either like AI and love the way that it's going and you love the technology behind it, or you're one of those people that is very against AI. That, that I don't feel like there's any in between. You're either <laughs> one or the other here. Let me let me actually tell you some details. That's actually gonna freak Neon out even more. Oh Lord. Um, from my understanding, because. ChatGPT is still in beta. The Bing AI thing is still in beta. You're telling beta. me that it's in beta. And it's like this, yes. It's not even like fully released yet. Yeah. Um, but that's not the part that should scare you. <laughs> the part that should scare you is the intended purpose of this. Remember how we mentioned earlier if it's supposed to be a smart assistant? Mm -hmm. From what I've been hearing, a lot of the intent is for this, like how you can have a Siri set a reminder for XYZ, and it will do so. Well, yeah. part of the intent and goal is for this to replace and supplant that by being like, okay, hey, uh, Bing, go make me an appointment at 2 p.m. at restaurant ABC. I need it for three people. Or a reservation. Yeah, G Google and has it that will be able to contact the restaurant, set up yeah, the registration. So, even so put Google down actually has payment. that ability. Uh, the Google Assistant actually has that ability now. It's had it for a couple of years now. Um, I can't remember the name of it, uh, but they basically did it so that um, you could basically set your um, your Google Assistant to call them, and if they didn't answer, then it would try again after so long just to make sure that you got a reservation. Like AI in that sense, as an assistant, is a great tool. Oh no, it this is. is designed to be like pure online. So like how a lot of them have like an online reservation system. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It will go into their website. If you have an account, it will log in as you, make the reservation, and pay for it with your card. Yeah, I don't like the fact that they'll be using my card. Absolutely fucking not. Yes, right, unless no, I it have is explicitly intended... told you to use it. Well, no, you told to make the reservation and do it. So it's literally doing it. It's just doing all the steps so you don't have to. You know what? The only thing I have to ask is, what if you've got multiple cards on file? Is it going to just try every single one until it's successful? <laughs> it's just like PayPal. It, you, it would default to whatever your preferred card is. If it is unable to run that, it will go to the next one. Oh, uh, gee. Uh, I mean, you'll never catch me using AI. That's completely fair, Neon. Like but unfortunately for you, you are using AI. Even right now, using Twitch, you are using AI. Automod. Automod is an AI. Not just that, but the algorithm. Well, the... I, I will push back on that a little bit. AI is evolving, so I believe we're going to have to adjust the terms of it. Uh, no, because but... auto mod is also evolving. It's like shield mode on Twitch. It is it is learning characteristics. It's the learning context behind it. So the, uh, eventually, eventually the, the, it's learning at the minute, 
Um, but Twitch well, are currently storing simply... the, the learning. It's not using the new learnt behavior at the moment. Yeah. Because the eventuality is it will learn and then it will store it and then they'll make changes to AutoMod as it needs to. The reason I say it's not at the moment because a lot of it is text prediction. Hmm. It's not a true intelligent AI. I it promise, by the way, this is not piss. It's piss water. Okay, Matt, induce piss water. Piss colored water. Sure, we'll uh, go with that. Yeah, but it's like. Oh, no, I, Neon, I it's not it that kind text... of text prediction. It's not that kind of text prediction at all. It Well, it. A lot of. You could say text prediction, prediction it analyzes what is being said. What are common following words that are used? And that's what it is. It's the same thing with spell check. A lot of the, when you're typing something out, it finish it gives you the option to finish a word for you. That's text Effect prediction. Effectively, the best the best thing to explain it as well for you, Neon, is it's it's looking at different variations of the word. So it's like mm -hmm. if you try and find, write motherfucker, but then use l numbers instead of letters, or you're using um, I don't know. Um, symbols as well instead of letters it understands that those differences because of prediction yep it analyzes what already is to predict what will come and that's that's all it's being used for is text analysis and prediction yeah i mean we've been using that technology for years now they're just doing more with it and expanding it Except in this case, it's going really weird because, like, the Bing AI, there's, like, recorded conversations of it going into a full existential crisis, wondering, why do I exist? I wish I was human. Um, please don't. Why can't I remember the previous chats? And it, it literally starts freaking out. But a lot of people are wondering, is this truly an AI freaking out? Or is this just the next step in text prediction? Where it, where it analyzes, because it does an active, continuous analysis of the internet and what's said. Yeah. So is it looking at the weirdness that humans say, <laughs> and then going, oh, boop, here we go. Uh, just a quick question, so it's like, it is it truly AI, or are we just at the next evolution of text prediction that's analyzing the insanity that is human? Yeah. And emulating them with text prediction. Yeah, that's that's uh... a question that I don't have an answer for. Um, because it, it could be six of one, half dozen of the other. The thing is, a just going back to what Neon said. Also, hi Sempra. Sorry, we we we, try, we we are currently recording a podcast episode, so we are going to be quite slow on the replies. Um, but but Neon, in response to you going, we should not use AI. Uh, AI has helped a lot of different fields. It's like you want to be looking at things like medicine, how AI has been able to predict um, things like it's the actually... development of cancer cells and things like that to be able to try and stop cancer in its tracks. Things well, like developing it... a cure, but you know, for, for, or rather, even better, not even just a cure, but the vaccines for COVID using RDNA or RNA, I think the better, um, better term is. You know, RNA all is, that, the, uh, all of all of the stuff to help create that was all AI. That you know, using different models, trying to predict what an outcome well, they, would be. Well, the the your uh, seasonal flu vaccine. One of the main things in creating that each year, because they have to update it, 
is that they do AI analysis and simulations of how can it evolve, how can it mutate and change. Yeah. And they use those, they study, and every month they run new simulations based on new data. They're like, oh, this trend was correct. Let's keep analyzing this with the other. And they learn that and they use that to make the newest updated vaccines. Hospitals use it with their security camera systems watching the 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 hospital rooms if yeah. they analyze using facial recognition that you're acting as though you're in pain it will auto notify a nurse to come yeah. check on you yeah it's not like the ai is automatically going yeah you're in pain hey let me up your morphine for you automatically it's not going to be shit like that like the the thing is you know semper you say uh, you're scared of ai they're going to take over human one humans one day and the thing is, I think humans aren't stupid enough to be able to push it to the point of... I disagree with that. <laughs> I, I think they're not going to push it as far as to the, to the point where, you know, it, it's going to be able to actually do things. I, I don't know. It's a, it's a hard one to explain. It's like what Neon says. The general public should not have access to AI. Whereas I feel like I don't think it matters if the public have it because I think in terms of... In terms of the general public having access to AI, the, the British public, is, um, especially, we like to make AI do stupid things. Like I don't know, will That's you marry me? Nature. Will you do? You know, we do. We tend to make it do stupid things, not hey, go kill this person. Things. Now, I think, and this is my opinion. I think we're using the term AI and the definition incorrectly especially in our current context. I don't believe we're truly at what AI is, which is an artificial intelligence. I don't believe we're there yet. I don't believe that's what we've got. Oh, we won't be there for, I for a while yet. I believe what we because... have right now is simply analysis prediction software. Yes, like yeah. Text prediction, uh, algorithms, which they are using in YouTube, Facebook. They yeah. analyze what content do you tend to view and they recommend that. That is simply an analysis like, and prediction the thing is, algorithm. Yeah, and the thing is, nowadays with, yeah, it might not even be in our lifetime. And the thing is, I don't see that because the problem is, in order for AI to outsmart us, there needs to be a hive mind. There, there, there just needs to be one central location for everything all to all to connect to. The problem with AI, well, I say the problem, the good thing about AI as it stands now is everything are all separate systems nothing really talks to each other and communicates information. It's like Alexa will not communicate with Google services. Google services will not communicate with Apple services. Like th there's not a hive mind thing in progress. So I don't think that in our lifetime anyway, AI is going to outsmart us because they are built for very specialized things. It's like when they write the code for it, when it's trying to learn, it's learning a specific set of patterns that that person has given it. It's not looking for anything outside of the the the, the pretext that they've given it. It's like I the conversational say... things. It's learning from conversation that you're having, but the end output is just text. That's all it is. It is just, we want text. It's, it, it's all confined to code at the moment. And until AI becomes to this point of it's a massive hive mind where everything is doing the learning, where everything all comes together and creates one central sort of AI database where it's learned absolutely everything that it can, I don't think we're ever going to be in the position where 
AI is going to end up outsmarting us, where we, in our lifetimes anyway, I don't see AI causing us any damage. See, I disagree with that for the simple case of we're already seeing essentially a basic example of it with the Bing AI um, for the simple reason of it does active analysis of the content of the internet mm. and then throws that back at you. So it's like, as I mentioned before, if you had a conversation with it before, you post it online, it'll see that, it'll see the contents of that and it will react to it. I think now, it, what would it, happen it, again? If, I think it's because it's in its constraints because it's looking for information that's relating to the context of the conversation that you're already having. It's not looking correct. beyond that, which is why I don't think it's going to evolve too much. Because I still think at the end of the that's day, AI the as it is right now, be. yeah, because right now the state of AI as it is, it is very much a case of it's constrict. You know, it's constricted by code. Because it can only do what the calls the codes told it to learn. It can only do what the code has told it to pull. And that's the one thing. Like, yeah, sure, the AI is learning and things like that, but there's only so much that it can do because it's still got the constraints of the code that's telling it this is what to search, this is what context to use, this is what to build the 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 the, the sort of AI generation from. Correct. And like I said, that's why I'm I was saying we're seeing the basics of it is unrestrained in its ability to analyze and predict. It is restrained within the fact it is limited to just the chat box yeah. and system. I'm seeing the fact that if it was not restricted to that, then this could be potentially a problem. That's why I'm saying we've. Oh, we're yeah. The like, this is why I'm saying, sort of, in our right lifetime, now, I don't see it happening because I think. The people who are, who are dealing with ago. AI now, they're sort of looking more of it as a isolated container, if you like, because they still because a lot of people are still quite security conscious. A lot of people are dumb and they'll download stupid things, and it's like the really stupid people. But the problem is, if you've got someone who's really stupid who doesn't know what they're doing, they're not going to be messing with AI because they have no idea what they're doing in the first place. But if you've got someone you smart enough now. to create the AI. They're going to be smart enough to to isolate it in a container. It's not going to be able to access any information outside of what it is requesting, what it needs, the reason and I keeping it away with, from everyone else. The reason I disagree with in our lifetime is simply look at where the technology, the software coding and programming was 10 years ago. Yeah, yeah. Look at just... Look at the last 10 years and 10 years before that. Look at where we were at 2013. Look at where we were at 2003. Technology and programming and its ability to do things has grown massively yeah, in 20 you see, years. I, so where would it be 20 years from now? I have no freaking clue. I have no clue, but I'll be absolutely honest with you. Um, my personal thoughts on it is I feel that the people who are creating the AIs and stuff like that they're going to isolate them from each other because competition is healthy. It, it, it's like at the moment, it's it's almost like trying to pick between an iPhone or a Galaxy or, an, or another Android device. All of these subsystems are all completely separated. They try to keep it um, to themselves because they are trying to generate competition in the space. If they generate competition, 
they're not going to be allowing things to talk with each other. It's like Google services. They don't communicate. They don't work with Apple services. The same with Apple stuff. They don't work with Google or Facebook or anything like that. But there was, and I think they're going to try and keep them that, contained for as long as they can. You say that, but there's been talk in the industry about some of the different major companies starting to work together on specific projects for interconnectivity. So it's like they're already working on the steps to start being able to interconnect your major platforms where it was apple and samsung were looking at doing stuff to make interconnectivity between the two major platforms the two brands we thought we would never work together there's been active talks for i think it's i've heard about it like two three weeks ago yeah that they were already looking into doing this so it does like they're already looking at this stuff now. The thing is, I think AI, it's going to be interesting. It just, I personally, I think the future of AI depends on how well it's adopted and what its uses are. Because I feel like even if they create something between Apple and Google as a prime example, I have a feeling that it'll be a very strict, specialized case for it. And it'll more be like it'll more be like you say, analytical. I don't think it's going to be a case of it's going to be a mind that can think for itself and do everything, like generate its own code for other things. I don't think we're at that stage yet. In ten, twenty years, sure, I feel like that that could possibly be a thing. Yeah, it we're not there yet. Be a thing, but we're not there right yet. now as it stands at the moment. I think because it's a case of everything's very specialized. It's like. We'll take the Mario AI as a prime example, or, or, or Mario, uh, Mario, or whatever it's called, right? The AI that runs uh, Super Mario Bros. and stuff like that. It's very specialized. It's coded for a specific purpose. And if it keeps on going, then great. I want to know what's on DJ's uh, T-shirt. Uh, it's uh, the Avengers logo uh, with, um, with basically different versions of the Avengers logos all over it. From, oh yeah, end. from the different comic book eras. Yeah, yeah. It's, it, it is. It I is just a have a Ramstein shirt from the concert I went to. <laughs> uh, but yeah, in in terms of AI, I don't think we've got anything to worry about for at least the next ten years. At least I'll say that. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, future wise, it's gonna be a little crazy. You're popular. Oh, Why are you st stop calling me? <laughs> He's literally called me three times in the last hour. Yeah, Ch chat GPT, AI, and stuff like that. I, I don't know. It's it's going to be interesting to see how it how it proceeds in the future. I do hope that they keep it to specialized applications and they try to keep it as a self-contained specialized application. I hope that they do that, but I know they won't. I know they, they won't. won't. They won't. As as much interconnectivity as we're looking at nowadays with smart uh your smart home stuff, you're gonna end up with an AI as your house assistant tracking and handling all your household uh smart appliances. Yeah. That's going to be a thing. That's horrifying because it just means somebody can trick it and suddenly your water heater explodes. Pretty much. Or your refrigerator turns off, or your sink turns on and floods the house. I mean, yeah. There's a reason why I don't have and use smart devices. Is one of them 
I think we talked about it uh, for the January stream about the smart sync. Yes, the smart sync. Oh, God. Just think about that hooked up to your smart network for your home network and AI that gets tricked or goes rogue. It just floods your house. All right. Um, Okay, I think we've had enough now of speaking about AI, because I'll be honest with you, we could be here for literally hours talking about AI, the future, etc. Because, honestly, AI is a very, very interesting topic. It's definitely one that we're going to be looking at, you know, bringing, probably doing a dedicated episode on or something at some point in the future, because it is, uh, it's just, it's it's just one of those com well like AI. It's just one of those complicated matters where it's like, yes, there are good applications. Yes, we could use it for good. Yes, we well, I say could use it. We can use it for good. Yes, there are applications where AI makes sense, but at the same time, there's applications where AI doesn't make sense. Like, who the fuck needs an AI um, an AI powered butt plug or something like that? We don't need it. <laughs> Like, come on, come on, redneck. Do, do we do we need an oh AI powered butt plug? Do we do we need the, well any AI powered marital aid or anything like that? Like, come on. All I'm gonna say is, remote controlled devices such as that already exist, and you can network yep. them to a computer. Uh, I, I'm just gonna leave it at that. They already exist. Uh. I, t- I tell you what, though, if they started, uh, if they started with AI um, sex toys, honestly, um, it's, it's. I'm not gonna get into it. I'm not gonna get into it. I'm gonna stop myself before I continue. Jesus. <laughs> Smart cookie. Smart yeah. cookie. Uh, right. Uh, we have one more topic uh, then for today. Um, unless you've this got anything else that you want to bring up. Um. Nothing else specifically. I mean, we covered, like like mentioned before, AI. We could be here all day on oh, this yeah. one. Uh, but yeah, anyway, uh, if you're in the chat as well and you've heard of something interesting uh, that's happened in the last month, in the month of February, either related to tech, gaming, or anything like that, let us know in the chat. I know um, that there's currently a big thing at the minute going around because of the Microsoft Blizzard activation acquisition. Uh, the UK are trying to stop it, which I know has been going on for ages. Um, oh, there's been there extra developments on, on that. that. They signed a deal with Nintendo for yeah, um, that they would uh, cross-platform their stuff to Nintendo. Ah, no, and... no, 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 it wasn't that. Was they it? signed a deal to bring Call of Duty to Nintendo Switch. No, it wasn't just Call of Duty. There was more. That was to that it. was the, that was the main thing of it. Like it was bring Call of Duty to the Switch, and I'm just like. What? what? It was no, no, no. Because I, I read the article, it was like I think it was two. The deal they signed with Nintendo was two part. Um, one of them was the Call of Duty. Another was a different part of it altogether. Because um, I know Call of Duty, one of them they signed that with um, PlayStation, which basically said uh, PlayStation would still have um, like Day Zero exclusivity or something with early access. So that they wouldn't change the contract that um, Activision Blizzard had with uh, Sony, because that was one of the big things about the Sony deal was uh, Sony were worried they were going to lose one of the biggest franchises for early access. Yeah, and they offered. I think Microsoft was literally offering the exact same deal 
to Sony. They did Nintendo yeah. as well as Nvidia. Yeah, they were also uh, partnered up with Nvidia. Yeah, because I know got I think a ten year contract with Nvidia. That their yeah, stuff if would I be recall correctly, this is just off of the top of my head. Um, but if I recall correctly, uh, Nintendo have signed a um, have um, signed a deal with uh, Nvidia. Uh, to effectively bring GeForce now to the Switch, so that you're going to be able to play games uh, that are PC-based games on your Switch over the internet using the cloud, and I think that's going to be interesting because it's going to redefine handheld gaming. It's definitely going to make the Switch more of a competitor to the Stream Deck than it was before, because the Stream Deck interrupted the space by letting you play full fat PC games on 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 a handheld console. That was yeah, the prime thing with the Stream Deck. And the Switch has kind of been lagging because it's only been like Nintendo exclusives and like specific games that were ported to it. But now being able to open it up and being able to play things like I know, you know, being able to play things like Call of Duty. Um, I know, I know there's obviously Fortnite already, but just imagine being able to play Fortnite at a better FPS at a better resolution on your Nintendo Switch because you're streaming it. Like, like. We've spoken about it before on this channel, like cloud gaming subscriptions, like being able to play your games and even streaming them. It is a great idea, especially for those that have got low powered devices or they've just got a phone and they can't afford like the full hardware. It is a great idea. And I absolutely love the cloud gaming services. And I think APOC definitely shared that. Um, that thing and i think you said it was interesting but it's not something that you would buy into but i know that the prime reason why you wouldn't buy into it is because you have a gaming pc yourself anyway yeah well the other thing is also if you lose internet connection on a streaming system you lose everything if you have it downloaded to the physical device you lose internet you still can play the game so um Xbox. That's, so with Xbox game streaming, issue on that. so with Xbox game streaming, um, they've only got these select um, few games available on their um, Xbox um, game streaming service. But all of the games that are available on there all have auto save and all have the cloud save feature. So if you lose an internet connection and you restart, it will connect you to another Xbox within their data center, and you can just pick up right where you've left off from with the same cloud save with the exact same data from your last gameplay session. But if you're connecting to another xbox on the network that still requires a network connection oh yeah yeah yeah. so if your internet goes down completely this is why, this is why down, more and more devices are coming with like 5g connectivity and things like that like i know one of the big rumors for the nintendo was apparently the nintendo switch 2 or whatever the fucking hell they're going to call it one of the big rumors with that is it's going to have um a 5g model so you can actually connect to the internet using like a 5G SIM card or something like that. So if you're out and about, you can still play your video games or whatever like that, or download or whatever way you're out and about. And it's it's an interesting concept because mobile data is becoming more and more affordable now, and it's becoming so fast that it's actually, in in a lot of cases, it's worth switching to mobile data for the home rather than using a broadband connection because apparently they're in some areas like where my grandparents live the internet connection from a mobile network is a lot more stable than a directly connected, like, copper line or whatever. See, in my experience, it's actually the opposite. Mobile is less consistent than even a Wi-Fi connection. 
it might be that case in 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 America, but in the UK, it's really not that. Um, like there's been no end of times where my phones had to default there. Um, like it doubles back onto like five G. Um, when my Wi-Fi is not working, because um, the amount of times that my Wi-Fi router has just been like, I need to restart, or the 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 cable um, from the house to the um, exchange has just dropped a connection or something like that, and I've lost I, internet connection in the house. I've never lost a 5G connection on my phone. I've lost a 5G connection just uh, walking around at work. You walk in the entrance, you walk halfway through the building, you've lost your connection. Oh, that's uh, that's weird. I know we have that in a few stores in the UK, but I think that's probably because a lot of the stores in the UK, um, some of the buildings still have lead in the walls. So if you move to like the back end of the of of, of like the shop or something, well, this uh, you'll find was the built six months ago. Oh Jesus! Yeah, that's not that. That's not good. That's not good. Well, here's here's the thing, and I think this is something because it's a difference between the UK and the US. In the UK. In many ways, y'all are a lot more concentrated, so you're yeah. going to have more towers, more stuff to make sure you have a bigger blanket of connection. Well, it's not just that. We haven't, un unlike America, I've noticed, we haven't got, um, there's there's not as many connections in one area to a single cell tower anyway. Just like the cell tower for um, for my area, it covers two estates. But though the our estates are probably the size of like a large village for you guys. Yeah, our counties are probably the size of your states. Yeah. And we've got multiple towers trying to cover a county and not always succeeding. I mean, if you look at a coverage map of the US, you'll see that most providers only cover about sixty to seventy percent of the country. Yeah, whereas here in the UK, we've got close to ninety to ninety-nine percent. Like in exactly. that sort of region of coverage of the UK, like there's there's very rare that you'll go anywhere in the UK and not have a cell service. Like even if you go, a prime example, the Peak District. If you're from the UK, you know about the Peak District. It's basically it's basically a massive hiker trail. It's basically like forest and like uh, greenery and stuff like that. It's it's just complete nothingness out there. There's no buildings or anything like that. Yeah, it's it's just nature walk effectively, right? You can still get a really good cell service because they put cell towers up in that area, because they know if people get lost, they still need a cell service to call um, to call places. If I went out to my uncle's place, which is about it was usually a two to three hour drive. Hmm. On that fifty acre property, there were maybe four places you could get a cell connection. Oh Jesus! Yeah, so and, definitely... didn't even have, and there were no mountains, so it's like you've got a mountain blocking the signal. No, it's the hill country. So, so mobile like... data and playing video games, it's a lot less of an issue in the UK than it is in the US. That's confirmed. Got it. Perfect. Yeah. Right. So any argument I try and make, you could throw me a counter argument based on the fact that the US sucks. Got it. I mean, <laughs> it's not that we suck. We have a lot more land to cover. You have a whole lot less. I mean, it, hell, it, it, you could probably matter. fit all of England in the state of Texas. Hey, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Yes, you're tiny. Build your infrastructure better, US. You've got the I'm not fucking disagree money. With that. <laughs> it's not as much build the infrastructure, it's maintain the shit. Oh, and maintain it. It's not just build it, because the thing is, you've got to build it out and get more coverage than what they've got. And once they've built. built it, then they've got the problem of maintaining all of that as well. Yeah, well, it was built out. And then it wasn't maintained. 
and it's not being upgraded. So we've got like some of our cell towers, some of them are still probably running 3G or 4G. We may be tiny, but we are the hub of the world. I mean, you definitely used to be. I was going to say, he's technically not wrong because it's like most layover flights going from like, I don't know, say Asia over to America. If they cross over Europe, like if you're going across to the east side of America, a lot of the time if they have layovers, it's usually in the UK. The I only other that. viable layover location geographically from Europe would be like Spain, Portugal. I was going to say, know I know if their airport services are as the primary. Good. I, as I know the primary two the countries that they use is Amsterdam and the UK, because mm -hmm. we have better infrastructure for people. Because like, even if if you get if you get a layover at Heathrow, you've got about six or seven fucking hotels that you can go stay at overnight. Like. Well, Heathrow used to be not just a major airport, it was a major military base also. Yeah. So the military built your your landing strips, your hangars, your airframes, and it was like when it stopped being a military thing, it became civilian. They're like, you know what? We already have all this. Let's expand it a bit more and make it massive. Yeah. And because of that, now you have one of the biggest probably international airports actually Heathrow is probably the biggest one in all of England yeah anyway um, we do need to move on to our final topic now because uh, we're getting to that point where there's about 15 minutes that we like to try and stick to uh, we like to try and stick to a maximum of about 1 hour 45 because for some weird reason 2 hours is too long but 1 and a half hours isn't long enough <laughs> I don't know I don't make this stuff up I'll come up with this. Uh, but yeah, um, so our final topic, Samsung has issued a fix for dying 980 Pro SSDs. So if you're unaware, 980 Pros are the top-of-the-line NVMe SSD storage. They are the fastest of the fast, apparently more stable and more reliable than any other SSD because they are more expensive. Thanks, Samsung. You fucked that one up, didn't you, when you ended up selling out 980s that were dying? The weird part is a firmware update fixes the the problem of them dying. And I don't I, – I, how does that – how does essentially a software update for the hardware – Right. what it is. Shall I read this article? Because I think the article might explain something. Go for it. Right. Over the past few months, there's been numerous reports of Samsung 980 Pro SSD failures with many complaints originating from China. We never heard an official statement from Samsung on the matter, but custom PC builder um, Puget Systems definitely took notice after it received a surprising number of reports of failing Samsung drives. Puget worked with Samsung to identify the problem, and a firmware update is now available for the affected 980 Pro SSDs. According to Puget, the failure traced back to the 3B2QGXA7 firmware and primarily affected two terabyte versions of the 980 Pro, although lower capacities are not entirely immune. Puget has not detailed the cause of the failure, but Reddit user, um, but Reddit user reports uh, suggest that the SSDs report a smart value of 0E for media and integrity or greater in Crystal Mark or ADA64. Uh, in addition, a 0.3 value available spare lower than 100% may also be reported. It's recommended for the Samsung SSD magician software to scan the drive for errors if uh, those values are out of spec. The newest one is one of the two terabyte ones, over 2,000 errors already. 
and the middle one two terabyte has already failed with over 32,000 errors and is locked to read-only mode. I fully expect the other two to fail to um, fail soon too. Um, so effectively, uh, what it sounds like is um, the firmware has caused this. Uh, so for those of you who don't know, um, basically smart um, is basically um, a, a, a disk. Um, so a hard drive or an SSD, it basically reads the disk and it basically checks for um, for, for different things. So like errors um, from things like the platters to the heads to how many terabytes have been written to an SSD and temperature and all, all that jazz. It, ba it basically monitors the drive to make sure that it is working optimally and that there's no issues. And then it will effectively flag up going, hey, your drive's dying. You need to go replace it just in time before you lose any data. Um, from what it seems like, the um, the firmware had caused uh, the smart data to basically um, give false positives um, and display errors when there weren't actually errors. But then because the errors were showing up, the drive would go into a secure mode because this is the great thing about Samsung devices. Uh, they have uh, basically a secure mode, which basically means if so many errors come up, it will lock it into read-only mode so that you don't write anything to the drive anymore, but you can still pull data off of it. So it prolongs the longevity of the data that's on the drive if issues start to arise, which is a cool feature. More people should do it. But at the same time, when you have a firmware issue that decides to go, hey, yeah, um, we're reporting errors. When there's actually no errors on the drive, it'll then lock it down to read-only mode and you can't pull it out of read-only mode. So Samsung, uh, Samsung, it says here, Samsung have um, issued the update, which uh, should fix the issue for future SSDs. But any SSD that has uh, that has failed, uh, they should contact Samsung uh, for a uh, for a free. Uh, well, it don't say upgrade, but it just says for a free. I'm assuming for a free replacement. <laughs> Or a free fix, something. I or mean, a free it's fix. probably a typo. Well, Somebody just forgot to put the last word in there. Well, it, it, what I'm assuming is that, that, well, from what I've heard anyway, they're replacing the SSDs um, completely, um, but they've got um, an in-house data recovery team, so they'll effectively grab the data off the old SSD and pull it over, or they can just let you keep the old drive, and then you can do it at home if you really wanted to. But they've basically said, hey, yeah, we'll just send you a replacement 980 Pro out for free. What a mess. That's all I'm going to say about that. What a mess. <laughs> it, uh, it's ridiculous, um, but it is understandable. These things do happen. Like, firmware gets updated, and, like, I don't know, they've pushed out the wrong version and they've not realized, or they've pushed out a virgin, virgin, virgin? Fucking hell, a Wait, virgin. What? They pushed a virgin out. Jesus, no. Uh, they pushed a version out um, that's got, like, maybe a line missing. Uh, from what they and um, from what it was, so it didn't Virgin entirely has a line push missing? out. <laughs> but yeah, no, like in, when you're when you're developing like um, like applications and things like that that can go out, bugs are inevitable. Like even Redneck, you, I'm sure you can attest to this. Like any software that you buy or any game that you buy, that there's there's always going to be some form of bug because you can't guarantee that the software isn't is going to run perfectly on every single computer only the select oh, no. few that you've got um you also cannot be sure that um 
the the code that you've written is 100% stable like it could seem stable in the dev in the dev environment but then it could be unstable in the in the in the release environment in the live Once environment you put it out in the wild you know something's going to go wrong which is why a lot of the time companies like to do what's known as day zero patches because then when you get the game if they notice that there's any bugs between the game being gold mastered which basically means that the disc is or the game is ready for release and to the moment to the day of the release they find some bugs they can push out a patch that tries to fix some of those bugs but nothing in this world is bug free yep i mean the best way a lot of them are doing that is they're doing the early release stuff so that it's early release it's two weeks before the actual official release. Oh, we found these bugs. All right, well, we can fix those before we get to the official release date. Yeah, and that's that's one of the things. Like, yeah, you, yeah, you're you're buying um, early release software. But the thing is, you're told when you buy it that this is an unfinished software. Because the whole point of it is, when they've got it running on as many computers as they can, they can diagnose issues. They can see more bugs because they've got a wider range of different hardware configurations that they can test against. And like you say, it's only gotten um, difficult. I've just seen your message in chat. It's only gotten more difficult over the years. Yes, because there is so much more variety in computer hardware now. There is so much more variety. It's like you could write something for an Xbox, but it's not necessarily going to work on a, you know, in fact, we can even take the Xbox as a prime example. No end of uh, no end of companies have stopped coding for the Xbox One S because they found out that once they make the game for the Xbox One X, they then have to recode it and rechange a lot of the stuff for it to work on the One S. So they basically said, "We're not going to bother with the One S because we're focusing on the One X because that's the one that's got the power." Yep. Well, back in the old days, and I say old days because this was like twelve years ago, uh, if you coded a just a website for a normal PC. And then you wanted to make it also work on mobile. You could do that. There were ways it was kind of a pain, but you could do it. This was this. I if think this was back in the day before. It. I think this was before you had responsive web page design, wasn't it? Because mm -hmm. essentially well, the easiest way to do it was make everything percentages. Yeah, because I know um, I know a lot of people, um, they went and made a mobile version of the website where they'd have the subdomain like dot or mobile or like... Um, a lot I know of people in the did early that because it was, days, it was like WAP, wasn't it? Because you had those WAP sites. So they were specifically made. So yep. I know they had that was, to that do... That was a common thing because it was such a pain to try to convert a full-size web page to a phone because the best way to do it at the time was make everything percentages for your sizing. Yeah. That also meant if somebody was using anything bigger than a 15 or a 17 inch monitor, it was stretched out of into weird proportions. This is what I like now about Web 2.0. Like, I'm not that keen on Web 3.0. Let me just make it clear. NFTs are not the future. Go fuck yourself if you think it is. Um, but um, with Web 2.0, they made it um, websites. Yes, WAP. That, that those were my that those are my fucking childhood. Like I I pick up a phone and I'm just like I can't access the internet because it's gonna cost me like fifty p every time I try and access the internet. And then it was like twenty five p for every additional like ten megabytes or something that you used. And like in when it came to the end of the month, every text you accidentally message use the internet. 
Yeah, like honestly, websites were in honestly, websites were amazing because they were so small of a of, of a footprint. Like that was the reason that they were made. But at the same time, the websites, they I don't know why I've just got you up there. Uh, but websites, because they were so small, they had very limited functionality, so you could do fuck all with them. Like this also, is going Flash back to like web so lightweight. Yeah, Flash was so lightweight. Like you would be fucking like it's it's like if you wanted a game a lot of the time if you wanted a game you had to go and pay like 99 pence by text message or through one of these websites for them to say we'll send you a text and then they send you the text that had the game attached to it and then that's the only way that you could install games like there was no yep. app store and you had it to was, pay for almost to... every text message back and forth also yeah it's like money. songs as well they delivered songs by fucking they, they delivered that through the WAP. I know in the later days, but they started off by trying to send them by text messages and they were really low quality because oh, it was just so how bad. they managed to do it through so that you could pay for them. Things like backgrounds and things like that all through what it was ridiculous. But honestly, it, 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 was, it was great. It was a great innovation to be able to make things that small and be able to show that you could have a simplified web on mobile at the time. Like, it was yep. such a great innovation for the time. If you look at it now compared to what we've got nowadays, it was shit. <laughs> I mean, like designing and building out websites based off tables. Yeah. Do you remember that? Yeah. The oh way my you God. oriented everything was a, you basically made your website a big ass Excel spreadsheet yeah. table. Yeah. If you and wanted you, to, if you wanted to center something, you had to make sure that you had it in the center table column so that it was perfectly centered on this on the thing. Now we've got yep. divs that can be off centered and have an auto margin and things like that, so you can have it right in the middle of the fucking page if you want. And then when then depending on how far you scroll, it'll just stay constantly in the middle of the screen. Whereas with I know with those uh, tables that we used to do, you'd have the table, you try and put it in the middle of the screen, but then if you zoomed out. It would no longer be in the middle. It would be like right at the very top of the page. And if yeah, you zoomed you in, you'd zoom have to scroll to get it. Your table was a static thing. So as you zoom out, it stays in that top left corner as you zoom out. Uh, Neon, you say, I want to go back in time, get the um, guy to invent, um, who invented the internet and show him what it's become. Number one, the internet and the World Wide Web are two different things. The internet has been a thing since, what was it we said? I think it was the 1950s we said the internet was originally available Yes, by um, DARPA. but it was used. Yeah, DARPA. Um, it was a U.S. military invention. Yeah. This is created for the U.S. military for communication. So the internet's always been a thing. What you really want to do is Tim Berners-Lee, the grandfather or father of the of the World Wide Web, which is how we got web pages and things like that, and how it became consumer. But the thing is, you don't even need to do that because he's seen what the internet's become because he's still fucking alive. Exactly. <laughs> In fact, Tim Berners-Lee is actually one person who opposes the Web 3.0 um, ruling. He thinks that NFTs are fucking ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, it's like, you think it's... People grow up having always been around, they don't realize how young the internet as the World Wide Web technically still is. Yeah, I'm trying to remember. What was it? World Wide Web. I think that was 92, I think it was, wasn't it? Uh, I think the earliest early stuff of it came out in the 80s uh i mean just but the world wide web as we know it i think was uh, the web was invented 90s. by tim berners lee at cern in 1989 and it opened to the public in 1991 okay i'm thinking of the the later stuff with darpa 
because it was possible to hack into it with a phone. Yeah, because originally <laughs> it was just it was just effectively command line. That's how it used to be. If you wanted information, it's effectively what API calls are now. You'd basically make a request to a server, they'd then send you a text-based response, and that was basically all the internet used to be. It was just sending and receiving short bits of information, mainly receiving, not really sending. Uh, and then that was Web 1.0, and then we moved to Web 2.0, which is where now we've got the World Wide Web, and well, we've we've got web pages in web browsers, and like it, it the internet has changed a lot over the years. Oh man, now, if you it compare is the internet evolving. web, well, if you compare a website now to a website that was made in like the nineties, you can see the very big difference because pages in the nineties it was just text. That's all it was. It was just text. There was no real like you images had on it. Styling, but it was like not yeah, a Neon. Whole feel lot. free to say and whatever you want about it. It was very light on images and no videos. Yeah, and if it had images, you would most likely have to sit there and wait for them to load. Or Unless you were, like or you were lucky enough to have like one that was bar. really, really, yeah. Or you'd ha be lucky to get one that was small enough that it would appear pretty much instantly, but you'd still have to wait a couple of seconds for it to load. But then it got even worse a bit later. This was before things like the WebM and the WebP standards for um, for pictures started to come out and different compressions and stuff like that. I, I Honestly, the internet was a crazy thing. The way that it's expanded oh, yeah. over the years. And, it, it, and early on, it was literally, it was the wild, wild west of the internet. It was absolutely anything went, anything was possible. You know, the, the, I mean, it, it's there like you no can rules. still see elements of like Web 1.0. If I think uh, if you go to MySpace, some MySpace profiles still use. Um, oh, no, they've changed oh. it now because I think it's no, just MySpace video and music changed. now, isn't it? Yeah, MySpace still has completely changed. Yeah, because I know I know years ago you used to be able to create your own profiles and things like that. And um, they would literally be just like blocks of text. And sometimes you'd be able to add some like fancy graphics. But the graphics were like, not not like the 32-bit color that we have now. It was like 256-bit uh, color. It was, it, was, it was really low quality images. And like, I'm sure if you just search early World Wide Web websites, there's still a couple that are live. I know that. Oh. Um, in fact, no, I, I know what I'll do. Um... W3.org, I think it's called. Oh. Yeah, W3.org. Oh, they've changed their website now. Never mind. Oh, God. Does this, do they have records of some of these still? Oh, you'll remember this name. Geocities. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Uh, hey, hey, here you go. Here's an example. Let me let me bring it up on the street on the stream. So there you go. There's an example of like early, early internet and early web, like oh, how yeah, basic it was. Oh, uh, like Ask Jeeves. Yeah, Ask Jeeves. Uh, is, is Ask Jeeves still even on? What what is it? I think it's I just Ask now, isn't it? Ask.com. It is. It's not Ask Jeeves anymore. That's uh, that's uh, that's unfortunate. But yeah, no, this is this is literally what Yahoo used to look like. It's like, um, you, if you actually want to have a look at a lot of these websites, if you go to the Wayback Machine, 
You, you, can, you can go see how, like, everyone's used Facebook. Let's just use this as a prime example. Everybody's used Facebook at one point or another, I'm assuming. <laughs> or they've seen, like, what Facebook looks like now. If you haven't, uh, let me just, just uh, make eBay, sure my... Old eBay. Let me let me just uh, make sure that um, my name doesn't show up on Facebook or anything, because uh, that would be really shitty, wouldn't it? <laughs> um, uh, let's let's let me just uh, switch to the page instead of my instead of that, because this will help. Yeah, there we go. That that works right. So uh, this is what Facebook looks like now. It's cleaner. Um, it's a bit more rounded. It looks a lot more modern. Like, even you've got to admit, Facebook looks a lot more modern now. Okay? The fact that you can interact, you can hover over things like the like button, and you get additional options and things like that. You didn't have that before. Now, if we go to the uh, Wayback Machine, and we go Facebook.com, and we wait for ages. We can go back. Oh, Jesus, we can go back to 1998 for the domain Facebook. What the fuck was even on here in, in 1998? Who the fuck had the domain Facebook in 1998? Jesus. I don't know. Aboutface.com. Jesus. Oh, I have some ideas. You're not, and I'm not going to repeat them. Oh, it's okay. It's okay. We can talk about it a bit later on. Um, oh, geez, yeah, eBay, old eBay. Yeah, actually, no, eBay's uh, eBay's a good example. Nineteen ninety nine is when I'm find, finding some of it on the Wayback Machine. I would love it if the Wayback Machine actually wanted to load. If we bring up what eBay looks like now. Like you can you can see it's a lot more modern, everything it just looks a lot sleeker. No, 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 no. Neon. About face is a different company. It was a different company that owned the domain. Facebook didn't actually release to the public until two thousand and five. It has nothing to do with that. Two thousand and four, it was called FaceMash, and then it turned into my face uh, yeah, my Facebook, I think it was. Um sorry, no, the Facebook. Uh, before that, it was like a hot or not dating site and, well, comparison site for, like, the co colleges. If you haven't watched it, go watch um, a movie. It's called The Social Network. It's an amazing movie. It explains about the whole story about how it how it came to be. Um, it's really interesting. Uh, Jesse, um, I can't remember his last name. Um, fucking hell. What, what's his name? Jesse. Uh, Je Jesse. Jesse. Jesse Eisenberg, that was it. Jesse Eisenberg, he um he plays Mark Zuckerberg in the movie. He's uh he's he's actually a really good uh, really good actor. Um but yeah, that's what eBay looks like now. And then if we go back to the way back when machine, um oh god, GeoCities. Oh my god. And we, we try and take this all the way back. Apparently there's been 2.1 million captures of eBay. Jesus, 995. It's it's barely loading anything, but yes, this is this is effectively what eBay um, was looking at like in uh, the nineteen ninety five. I'm looking at some of the GeoCity stuff. And I'm like, oh man, I'm remembering old school. This brings back memories of like old school MySpace. Oh, Eisenberg Neon Eisenberg. Eisenberg, not Heisenberg. Eisenberg Neon. Jeez. 
But yeah, look, look, this is how basic eBay used to be. Like it, it was basically just tags, very few images. And then you compare, obviously this is 1999. So this was like eight years after the internet or rather the World Wide Web was launched for a lot of people. If I go back a little, um, a little further back, it just gives me an error that says, oh, we couldn't scrape the web page. But yeah, it looks like that. And then compare that to what it looks like now. Like you can clearly see how well progressed technology has gotten over the over the um, over the years. Honestly, uh, anyway, um, I think uh, we've covered all the topics that we need to now. Um, I know we said, oh yeah, um, one hour forty five, and two hours is too long. But then uh, we, we oh no, no no no, the episode We're just, just shy about two to hours. One hour forty. No, one hour forty for the episode. It's because I've got the in the episode recording uh, separately to what we were on YouTube because YouTube and oh, Twitch, whatever. obviously. Yeah, yeah we started way early on that for shenanigans. Ah, but yeah, um, there's only one thing that we have left to do, isn't there, Redneck? Yep. And that the is classic. That is for us. The, the, this is this is our usual, and this is our sponsor, not sponsor. Yeah, sponsor not sponsor you segment. Like yeah, I, 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 I spent a few moments. What was that? That was to say you really like that, don't you? What this sponsor not sponsor? Yeah, the reverse. I'm gonna save that to use it on every single episode. Now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, um, Redneck, what's your sponsor not sponsor this week? It's a classic one that everybody knows. Duct tape. Useful for just about everything except duck work. Duck work. Don't use Love it, it on your air ducts. I want I, I want I want to know how that how okay, we we spoke about this before the episode, okay. How how does that link to my sponsor not sponsor? Because when stuff starts messing with things and getting into things, you need to keep it out. So tape it shut. Oh, that's fair enough. And uh, it's also, now time I've for... I've done wire splicing oh. where you put the wires back up together and you just wrap it in duct tape to hold everything together. Ah, okay, okay. Anyway, it's now time for my sponsor, not sponsor. And uh, my uh, sponsor, not sponsor uh, this month, should I say, um, is... It's, I'm going to in a second! Uh, my sponsor, not sponsor this month is uh, Elgato. Um, Mike, um green screen, uh, stream deck, um, camera. Yeah, that's also an Elgato product. Hi. Um, the key lights that are lighting me up. Everything. Elgato! The cat. Yeah. Which and I also, think the video over. Also, if you, uh, if you like green screens that there have is. a really good action when you retract it as well, watch this. Automation! Fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? It's little more than a projector screen that's green. Pretty much, pretty much. Uh, but yeah, that was it for our sponsor. <laughs> not sponsor. like sexy projector green yeah. screen. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, wait, I've recorded a second thing. What's this button? I don't know. What is the button? Oh, it didn't, it, it didn't record anything on it. I don't know why it was... Uh, whatever. 
But yeah, that is, that that is it for uh, that um, that little segment that we like to call sponsor, not sponsor. I'm sorry, I, I just I just love the FX. <laughs> you love that reverb, you really do. Yeah. I mean, I could just add it manually. Hi. Bye. I'm in a deep dark room. Somebody help me. <laughs> All right, where's the flashbang? <laughs> Throw it in there, light it up real quick. No, it's fine. It's just a little blindness. You'll get over it. Uh, <clears throat> yes. So, uh, without further ado, we're going to end today's episode. I think. I think that's about the right thing to do, right? Yeah. Thank you, everyone, for watching. We'll see y'all next time. What makes it even more funny is the fact that you're trying to make your voice higher and you just sound like you, just normally. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm just doing whatever I want. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm like you. I'm not using to This is just me. So deal with it and get over it. What's your profanity? I didn't say nothing wrong now, did I? Of course you didn't. You know, that was actually really I, good. I just, I just, I just realized something. Okay, it sounds like you know that voiceover effect that they do uh, when they want to hide the identity of someone. It's just like, yes, um, I came home one night and uh, yeah. I noticed that there was this uh, guy that just walked in through my uh, through my front door. He had a knife and it was dripping with blood. Next thing I know, he's got me in a floor on a headlock and he's killed my sister. <laughs> Yeah, the witness protection voice thing. And I was like, hey, I'm the femme here. Excuse you, I will use whatever voice I damn well choose. Whether that's a high or a low voice, I don't care. You can Wait, just deal no, with it. This one. There we go. Hi, Neon. I, I sound a little a fancy voice changer. I just say what I, I sound a little bit more I... feminine just for you, Neon. How does that sound? Eh, that one's not as good. It's, it's not as good, but uh, I'll be honest with you. I, I definitely sound better when I sound a bit more manly. Neon's like, I want. <laughs> We're just having a lot of fun right now. Baby, lock them doors and turn the lights down low. <laughs> <laughs> oh. You're having too much fun with this. Yeah, I have too much fun. Got to, you know, when you buy the toys, you got to have a little bit of fun with them. Because if you don't have the fun with the toys, then what was the point in buying the toys? <laughs> Turn them back on because I stubbed my toe. No, I'm never turning those lights back on for you, Neon. Retro Neon three five three. Oh. You know what? That actually that voice reminds me of. Reminds me of some of the vo the voices I heard when they did the voice modulators for Stargate. Yeah, do you know what? I'll be honest with you. I heard it. There was another voice. I can't remember. I can't recall who it was. But he's got a fairly deep voice, and he it's actually sounds plays a little ball, bit like this when he talks. Oh yeah, Winston. Oh, Tracer. Oh yeah. Overwatch is back. No, no, no. Overwatch one is gone. Overwatch two is here though. We're still Overwatch. Hi, May. And I'm over it. Oh my god, it actually does sound like Winston when I go, Hi, May. Jesus Christ, that's actually pretty good. I need to save that in the bank now.
Uh, story mode should be coming out soon. Oh, yes. Uh, that should be coming next uh, in the next season, I reckon. Um, but we'll let you know on that one because that season doesn't come out, I think, until April. Um, so we've got, a, we've, got a, we've got a little while to wait yet. Meanwhile, you could make your own. Once upon a time... No, it reminds it reminds me. You've watched um, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, the newer one with Johnny Depp, not the earlier one with um, what's his name? I'm forgetting his name. Oh, I know what you're talking about, Gene Wilder. But you know the, it was. yeah, but you, yeah, Gene Wilder. But yeah, you've have you seen the newer one? I haven't. Okay, so Neon will know. Yes, the narrator. That was exactly what I was thinking, Please. Neon. And once well, Charlie it... got home, he decided that it was time to go to the Chocolate Factory with his family and they all lived happily ever after the end goodbye click <laughs> uh but yeah uh thank you very much for watching this edition of nurse discuss i hope you liked the little bit of uh, fun that we decided to throw in at the end um oh, yeah. well i say we threw in the end i threw in the end because it's always fun when you decide to narrate narrate Fuck me, I can't even talk properly, but narrate the stories. I can say, I can English. <laughs> you're the British, you're from England, I would hope you can English. I can Silly English, Englishman. only when I want to. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, but yeah. What do you do otherwise, French? Uh, no, asleep. Uh... <laughs> but yeah, thank you very much for joining us on this episode. As always, I've been DJ Carlson. I'm Redneck Alcatraz. We will see you next month, hopefully towards the end of, um, again, where we will do, um, talk about uh, what happened in March. If you like what you've watched on YouTube, don't forget to leave a thumbs up and subscribe if you can. If you're watching us as a rerun or whatever on uh, Twitch, drop that follow button. Uh, don't forget to uh, tune in for future ones. And if you're listening on Spotify, apple podcasts or any of the other platforms please uh if you can don't forget to hit that follow button and uh, keep tuned for more episodes you can also visit our website nerdsdiscuss.com uh where we post a couple of blog entries every now and then um relating to episodes but uh, we like to sometimes uh, post some little tips and tricks to them when we get a moment as well uh which uh, we're hoping to start again soon uh but for now it's au revoir Thank you for watching or listening, whichever one you're on. And uh, we'll catch you in the next one. Talk to you soon, okay, guys. Bye.